Hey, this is Nia Strauss, and you are watching CMS TV. start all over again it is all right. classic metal show right here on the classic metal show.com that was uh, new american shame with american shame and kicking off the show tonight we heard lizzie borden with american metal and a guy who just uh, exudes american metal my good friend and partner chris aiken what's going on there chris hello everybody glad to be here <laughs> <laughs> it is a it is a extended 4th of July weekend for uh, <clears throat> at least those of us here in the U.S. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying uh, four or five days in a row here. Are you off Monday? Yeah, Monday, Tuesday. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people that are working Monday. Hell, I'm working Monday. <laughs> well, we are not working on Monday, so uh, I, uh, I am taking extended four days in a row so I can just kind of get regroup get together i've been i've been uh trying to catch up on the life coaching things so i need to get that uh, uh back in order need to get you some ideas for my website and sure. all that fun shit so i'm going to try to make it a productive four days that's cool mm -hmm. well, very good so uh anyway we are back from a week off yes and uh i made the uh, trip over to ohio i got to uh be in the in the exact same room as Chris has been in. Or has been. <laughs> I, Shocking, I right? I don't remember the last time you and I were actually in the same location at the same time. I mean, I think it's been years. Yeah, I was like, who is this fucking pimp daddy sitting next to me? Who is this guy? <laughs> the guy who brought you Coke. Yeah, that's right. Not Jack and Coke, just Coke. <laughs> yeah, I, I will attest that uh, in the time that I spent with Chris uh, last Saturday, and we'll get into that. Uh, he did not consume any adult beverages whatsoever. None. I drank water and that one Coke, and I think that's all I had the whole time. I, I offered to buy Chris a uh, an adult beverage, and he declined. I did. So uh, he he did not consume any any alcohol in my presence anyway, and I believe he did not do that for the rest of the evening. I did not. I was being a responsible bodyguard. No no drinking for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was good to see Chris. I, again, I, I see him every week on the video, but, uh, I, I have not seen Chris and geez, trying to think it's been, it, it's been at least two years. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a good minute. That's for yeah, sure. It's I, probably... know, I know there's been times I've been in town, but you know, and I, we, I, you know, I've invited you to go to lunch or this, that, and the other, but there was always something going on. You had something happening or going on, or you had to mm. take care of something or whatever the case may be. But, right. Regardless of that, uh, we uh, we got to sit and chit chat for a few minutes uh, last week and hang out and uh, do something uh, different, very different, <laughs> different and special. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's for sure. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, we're we're back and uh, again, uh, happy Fourth of July to our American friends. Uh, hail and kill to the rest of you fucks in the audience. <laughs> And uh, glad you're back with us and, uh, you know, hanging out. That's right. Another new show. Yeah. It's, it's going by half the year's over already. I know. Isn't that nuts? Today, today being July 1st, that marks exactly half the year is over. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cr- just crazy how quick this year has flown by. Yeah, no kidding. And and you know it's a, it's a weird thing with me the way that I mark off the days as I go. Well, one last minute of sunshine. One last <laughs> minute of sunshine when it, when it when it reaches June twenty first. I go, well, here we are, the longest day of the year. Now we're going to go back into the dark days again. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it's a slow process, but uh, before you know it, uh, it'll be dark by 4 o'clock again. Yeah, it's a slow burn, <laughs> but unfortunately, it is still burning. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is true. So uh, anyway, uh, I uh, I made a trip over to Ohio last week. I, I trip made the trip over on um, Thursday and uh checked in 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 Cuyahoga Falls. Yes, sir. And uh I met up with a uh a longtime CMS fan, probably one of the longest listening CMS fans out there. I I met up with our good friend uh Mean Metal X. Oh yeah, how was that? Who is a client of yours now? He is. Yeah, I just sent him his uh proofs today or yesterday. Yeah. So uh Mean Metal X just to give you a little backstory here, when I was when I was doing the show, the classic metal show solo or with a, you know, a, a revolving door of co-hosts mm-hmm. uh, on WSTB on uh, terrestrial radio, uh, Mean Metal X was just a young teen or, you know, he was, I believe he was like 17. Right. Uh, who was a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. Mean Metal X is now 42. <laughs> God damn it, we're getting old fast. I mean, how do you go from 17 to 42? Well, fucking Mikey's almost 30, for God's sake. I know, I know. It's it's the weirdest goddamn thing, because I'm thinking, well, when was the last time I saw Mean Metal X? And, I, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, uh, I believe it was in 2002. It was on the Metal Edge tour. Uh, it was uh, it was Dawkins, L.A. Guns, I believe Firehouse, uh, the, the other, ver- the jizzy per jizzy fronted rat. Right. And a warrant. And, <laughs> and, uh, he was up, uh, they, they were playing at, I believe they were playing at the Hoover stadium down in, uh, North Canton. Right. And that was the last time I saw him and he and his friend were up in the bleachers up there. Just, he was up there. He had a big mop of hair. Yeah, I remember he had the big. Didn't we run into him one time? And, and I don't remember if this was before or after that, but um, at the uh, Piercy show that didn't happen. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I, I'm trying to remember. That was in Chester Chesterfield. What is no, it? No, at the at the um, what was it the the Winchester? The Winchester. Well, I knew there was Chester in there. Yeah, the Winchester Ballroom. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, that was the last time I saw him, and then uh, I, I was at the bar. I, he, he he hit you up and asked if he could, you know, if you you hit me up on my way in and asked me if you could give him my phone number. And right. I, you know, I I've known Mean Metal X forever, and he's a good dude. And oh yeah, yeah, go ahead and give him my number, you know. And so he hit me up, and I said, you know, I'm checking in at the hotel. I don't really have any plans. If you want to come over and hang at the bar with me or something, you know, come on over. Right. So. Again, I haven't seen the guy forever, and uh, here comes this here comes this big buff strapping guy with a military style haircut, and I'm just like, <laughs> it's like this this is not the tall, skinny, mop headed kid that used to listen to. The show. Definitely not. He's he's now Mister X, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, he came to the bar and and uh, we sat there just kind of shooting the shit and kind of catching up and talking about old times and you know you know just kind of going down memory lane if you will sure you know we um we we had a few good laughs and stuff and uh you know the 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 bartender over there uh by the name of juliet the lovely juliet the she lovely was juliet she was very kind and taking care of our uh refills was one of you the romeo <laughs> well that's when she told me her name i said as in romeo and juliet she goes yep the one and the same yeah, she's like, never heard that before. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, but it was kind of kind of odd to see a young, uh, a young gal with the name of Juliet. Yeah, that is an old person name. Yeah, that isn't is it? an old name. I mean, she might have been all of 25. Wow. You know, and Juliet. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like okay, but yeah, we had fun with that. So it was good catching up with Mean Metal X. That's it's, cool. It's a good time. And then uh, <laughs> the next the next morning, uh, I whenever I come into town, I I don't normally make an announcement or let people know I'm coming. But it, as mo- more often than not, it doesn't matter anyway. People are never going to make the trip to see me. Sure. <laughs> but regardless of that, I uh, made the trip down to the Summit County Sheriff's Department in downtown Akron to uh, surprise my sister. Okay. And uh, I went in and visited with her for a little bit didn't let her know i was was visiting the area so i sat in her office for a little while and you know we had a couple of starbucks and just kind of catching up and whatnot and so while she goes well what what are you doing here and i said well i said uh chris invited me out to uh go see um um michael franzese michael franzese uh a talk up in lorraine and she goes we're going to that. Oh, wow. She goes, she goes, are you sure that's Saturday? <laughs> I said, well, I'm here. I, I'm pretty sure it's Saturday. So yeah. uh, Officer Jim and my sister made the trip. Yeah. Go see Michael Franzese as well. But she was just like, that's really weird. You would come here because we're going to that. We've been planning to go for to, to that for a couple of months. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So, uh, so she goes, well, we would hang out with you tonight, but we have something going on. I said, well, whatever. You're not my babysitter. I can, yeah. I can find other things to do. I'm, I'm not relying on you to, you know, to, mm. uh, you know, <laughs> hang out with me. You know, she goes, well, you can come to lunch with us, though. Oh, well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, so I made the trip out to uh, Fairlawn. And okay. met up with Officer Jim and my sister and I, and we all sat and had some lunch and a couple of cocktails and things. And, you know, just kind of cutting up and Officer Jim, he goes, that's just really weird that you would be here for this. That's just really weird. You know, he goes, of all the place, all the, all the events or things that are going on and you're here and Chris is going to be there. And it's just so odd to me that, that just, you know, that, that you would be here for this. Yeah. I got to admit it. When you told me that, that your brother-in-law and sister were going, I thought it was odd too. I was like, really? You know? And then, then when you said that Jim was a big fan of that yeah, whole scene. Mo- yeah. He loves the whole mobster thing. You yeah, know? And I was like, all right, I guess it makes sense. But I, you know, it's just weird because I didn't even know it was really happening until like two weeks ago. So, right. Of course. So it's like interesting. So, uh, so while we're sitting there, um, one of the, um, one of the captains on the summit County Sheriff department, uh, is a is a big fan of the show and a fan of my myself and he just loves all the 
classic metal stuff, you know. Sure. And uh, so he goes, oh, wait till wait till uh, he sees that you're in town. So she snapped the picture of me and she, she's like, guess who's in town? And so she sh- sent him a picture. He goes, oh, man, he says, bring him to the party tonight. Nice. So I said, what, what's going on? She says, well, one of the one of our uh, co-workers, uh, he and his wife are throwing this big party uh, at, at his house. It, 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 basically, what it is, is that uh, he and his wife had had come into some money and right. they, bought, they bought a very large mansion <laughs> <laughs> because it's, it's a significant amount of money. Right. And decide to throw a, a party and invited everybody out. And he goes, yeah, just bring them along. Can we bring them down? You know? All right. <laughs> goes, so you want to go to this party? I'm just like, yeah, we are whatever. I'll go. Sure. Why not? I'll go see what's going on. You know? Sure. Dude, I was stuck in married couple. hell. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. So did every person ask you, so are you married? Uh, no, 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 but they, but they, uh, I got the, I've seen you before. I, I know who you are. What do you do? I've seen you before, you know? And, uh, but it, it was, it was a nice party, but I, oh my God, dude, I, I, I was just looking around the room. It's like, I could be one of these people. <laughs> I could have been one of these people. <laughs> Middle age, you know, yeah. buttoned down, got the got the yachting shorts on, and sure. the, and the sweater tied around your neck. Yeah. The thrill of the entire year was that party, <laughs> and, and, and with a with a fat wife. And yeah. Like, oh my God, no, <laughs> no. Too funny. Yeah, and and it's just so funny because I'm like looking at most of these people, and and they were either either a little younger than me or just a little bit older than me, but they all look like they were just like, I don't know, in their seventies. Yeah. Beaten down, beaten down, just beaten yeah. down, bad, bad uh, lifestyle, you know, bad personal lifestyle. Just, uh, well, not- it's because every time they make any decision from getting up to taking a piss, to brushing their teeth, to going to work comes with a, are you sure you can do that? Are you sure you don't want to help me for, you know, because every single goddamn decision in their life is 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 whatever it is, man. I think I got to take a shit. I better make sure she's not in there first because she doesn't like to go in after I stink up the bathroom. Right, right. You know, I mean, every decision is a decision instead yeah. of just living your life. Every everything is a decision. Let me check with the wife. Yeah, on every goddamn thing. Oh my god, I I was sitting there and and you know we had a good time though. I mean, I shot some pool and played some. Uh, some of the it, it, the shuffleboard it's not the one with the actual stick but mm-hmm. the, the one that's kind of tabletop yeah 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 you know, played some of that and had a you know had a few uh, cocktails and you know they had a whole big spread of food and you know the whole thing it was very kind of them to allow me to come along and invite me but sure was, oh man this is really not my scene <laughs> 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 it was just kind of funny and I, I don't know. It was an experience. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. It, it was an experience. I was just like, whoa, no. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it was just like, wow. All right. I mean, if this is this is your this is your group, you know, more power to you. But that's uh, right. But yeah, definitely an interesting evening. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. So then uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, 
our, our young, you brought up CMS Mikey, our young lawyer friend, CMS Mikey invited me out for lunch. That's nice. And he uh, drove over to the Akron area and I met up with him uh, at an Italian place. Okay. As well, since you're going to go see a mobster tonight, I thought maybe we'd do it up and go to an Italian place for some lunch. That's cool. And he wanted to show off his his new sporty little car. Right, his his hot rod. Yeah, his little uh, Mercedes. Right. He's got a little two-seater Mercedes, so he wanted to show me his new ride and everything. Right. And, uh, so, I, so I met up with uh, CMS Mikey, and we sat and had lunch for, oh, an hour and a half or so. And, you know, caught up, visited all that, all that good stuff, you know, sure. so it's good to see CMS Mikey. So thanks for lunch, Mikey. He goes, mm-hmm. well, I am an employed lawyer now, so I can afford to take you to lunch. Ooh, thank you. Employed it's, lawyer. It's like, well, this is the first time I haven't picked up the tab in forever. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're behind the eight ball, Mikey. That's time, got about 18 years of catching up to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was good to see CMS Mikey. And then then I went over and visited with my dad for a few hours and, you know, caught up with him and, you know, just chit chatted up for a while. And, uh, you know, I let him know where I was heading out for Saturday night. And, and he says, yeah, I know all about that mob stuff. He says, when we lived in Chicago way back in, you know, way back in the early fifties, right. He said he was telling me about some, uh, mobster. I, I don't, I don't know if he recalled the guy's name, but. He was part of Capone's original crew. Let's see. Capone and, crew. And he uh, he had served his time in jail. And when he got out of jail, he remained there in the Chicago area. And uh, he's, my dad said that he lived in their neighborhood. And, uh, you know, the guy, he said, that kind of moved around from place to place. And he said eventually uh, he basically uh, got bumped off, you know. Oh. There's a ton of them, so yeah. <laughs> I guess. Eventually, he got bumped off, you know, kind of mm-hmm. met a, ate a bullet at the door. Imagine that, a mob guy that got shot and killed. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. Right, he goes, so this guy this guy straightened his act up, and, and uh, he's out there on the speaking circuit. I said, yeah, he's been doing it a few years, you know. Yeah. But, uh, I said, yeah, we're going out to see him tonight, you know. And uh, so we, I caught up with him, my dad, over that, and what was going on with the show. Are you still, are you still doing that thing with your friend over there in Twinsburg? (laughs) I said, yeah, dad, we're still doing that thing. Yeah. How's that working out for you? I said, well, we're doing, we're doing good. It's all good. And so I, I pulled up a little of the video off off the rumble, you know, sure. And showed him, I said, see where I said, this is where modern technology has gotten us. He says, he says, that's just, that's just amazing. Then he said, "Man, your partner swears a lot. What's wrong with him?" He's a little hard of hearing, so he, okay. I didn't have the I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have the volume up to to listen to the derogatory speech. That's right. <laughs> you know, I just showed him a little clip, right? You know, of uh, of us, and uh, you know, he he's always he's always interested in what's going on there. Not sure, that, not that he'd be a fan or anyway anything, but he's right. Just, like, you know, amazed that we're, we're still doing that after all these years, you know, yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that doing something that you enjoy doing. How about, right. how could that happen? Right. So then, uh, then later I left, I left visiting with my dad and headed up to Lorraine yeah. to, meet up, to meet up with you at the, uh, Lorraine palace theater. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they had a pretty good crowd. 
they were even surprised at how many people were walked up. Because I had been told, I mean, what do you think that place holds? Like 13, 12, 1300 people? I think it's probably more. I, I'm, okay. I, I'm thinking it's closer to 18, 1800, maybe. I would say there was a good thousand to 1200. Yeah, I would too. I mean, there were obviously empty seats, but yeah, that was a pretty good crowd. And, and it's funny because I had been told ahead of time, eh, it's going to be half empty and, you know, and, um, you know, but it's going to be a decent crowd, maybe five, 600 people and blah, blah, blah. I was like, and, you know, I didn't see the people coming in. I was in the back, which we can get into later. But when I came out, which was like right before Michael went on stage, I was like, damn, look at all these people that are here. I was like, man, this just got more serious by the minute. Did you, did you do a Van Halen? Would you look at all the people here tonight? That, that was it. That was pretty much how I felt when I walked out and I saw all the people. I was like, damn, look at all these people. Yeah, there was quite a few. I, mm-hmm. I was surprised at the crowd. Uh, the, the worst part of it, though, is this was right right downtown Lorraine, which yeah. which I've never been in the actual downtown Lorraine. And, uh, you know, Lorraine is an old, you know, is an old automaker, automaker city, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's you always think of maybe old rundown industrial whatever but uh lorraine has gone through a whole renaissance and uh the little area that we were in anyway was uh a nice little um you know uh i guess i'm going to use the term gentrified area Mm -hmm. because a lot of foot traffic down there but uh, the worst part of it was just trying to find a place to park yeah, I got lucky because I got there so freaking early. Right. But even getting there early, they they were having some kind of fair that was going on like down, like if you went behind the palace, right. there was like a, a hill and you go down the hill and it was a huge, like a home days type of affair for Lorraine. Okay. And somebody told me what it was. It was like, you know, it had some meaning or something. I was like, yeah, whatever. But, um, but they were having the, the thing, the... The big annual thing was the same weekend as this Francis thing. Sure. So all the parking was taken. I got lucky. I ended up parking literally like across the street there. There was a bank like okay. directly across the street from the palace and then a parking lot right there. And I was able to park in that parking lot. So for me, it was great. I was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, it was, it was almost like a handicap parking slot. <laughs> Well, I, I parked about a block and a half away, which, yeah. which wasn't bad, but I had to park basically a, another street over. Sure. So, yeah, but, but you got there, what, like right at the time of the show. Well, I, I got there earlier, but it was the traffic. It took right. forever just to, to eat my way down into that area because it right. was backed up forever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then by the time I drove around the block a couple of times and, you know, basically circled out and then walk in. I got there like at, uh, I basically got there at like 6.30 and it took me probably a good 20, 25 minutes, 20, yeah, about 20 minutes to finally figure out, you know, where to, where I could finally find a right. place to park, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know, I got there, uh, I, I left plenty, plenty early and I got right to the downtown sure. area there right at 6.30, but it took me 20 minutes to, to get parked yeah, to get and in. walk right. over. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, it was all good. You had passes waiting for me and an after show laminate and all that good stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I'll let you take it away. Well, I got there much earlier. 
I got there at, I had to get there at five o'clock. God knows why. <laughs> I, you know, I have no idea why. But I got there, I, I actually got there at like 10 after five because I got stuck. They have a drawbridge over there. Right. And I got, of course, I caught the drawbridge. So I had to sit and wait for 15 minutes behind the stupid drawbridge. But once I got in, I get there, I text my guy, Chris, you know, who was my contact. And I was like, hey, I'm here. I'm in the front, you know. So I text him and he's like, okay, I'll meet you up front here in a, in a few minutes. So it was, it was me and my mom. My mom's a big mob. She's way into the mob stuff. So, so I took my mom with me to this thing. And um, so I wait, I wait. This one guy comes in. He looks like fucking Ronnie the limo driver. <laughs> like he's got the suit on and stuff right, and he's got right. the, the big necklace and stuff, but he looks like Ronnie the limo driver. So I don't know who I'm looking for. So the guy comes in and we were, we were like in the lobby of the palace and he comes in, looks around, walks out, comes back in like five minutes later. So I just said to the guy, I said, I said, Hey, are you, uh, are you Chris McNeil? And he goes, don't you worry about who I am? It's like, <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know, I was like, damn. <laughs> All right. But obviously this guy, and then I saw this dummy up on the stage, just getting his dumb book signed. So he was just a guy. <laughs> he was not anybody, but right. he was, he, he literally was trying to like a wannabe mobster or something, <laughs> you know, but that was my first thought that like, Oh boy, this is, this is a little different than I thought it was going to be. He was, he was LARPing then, huh? He really was. He was cosplaying big time. <laughs> You know, he definitely wanted to be Michael Corleone instead right. of Fredo. Right. He was much more of a Fredo. But, um, but yeah, so, so I get in and I sit down. I talk to Chris McNeil for a little bit. And he tells me, he goes, okay, here's what I want you to do for the security. Now, I ain't going to lie. I thought the security, I, I know we joked about it on the show last week and everything. But um, I truly, 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 truly thought this thing was going to be kind of just like a ceremonial thing. Right. I really did not think it was going to be actual security. I just didn't. I just thought, you know, and even when I had talked, talked to McNeil leading up to things, he had said to the, he had basically said, well, your job is just going to be to kind of hang out with Michael and get him to the stage. So I thought, okay, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't sound like security, right? It just sounds like, you know, hosting. Right. That's that's a good word for it. Yeah. So I, that was my impression. Well, that wasn't what they wanted at all. I get there and he's like, okay, I need you to go and you need to, you need to meet Michael by the stage door at 6.15. I said, okay, no problem. You know, whatever. And he's like, so just go hang out by the stage door and don't let anybody by the stage door. I'm like, oh boy, now I'm security. You know, so I'm hanging out by this fucking stage door, hanging out, hanging out. Now there's another guy that's with Michael um, named um, Danny. And um, Danny is with, with Michael at the hotel. So McNeil had told me, he said, text him and let him know that you're here. So I did texted him. I said, Hey, I'm here. I'll meet you at the stage door, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, what stage door? And I said, the stage door at the palace. He goes, okay, fine. 6.30 comes, nobody's there. 
6.35 comes, nobody's there. So I opened the stage door to see if maybe I missed them and they came in the front or something. Nobody's there, but I, I go in the green room and I text this guy again and I say, hey, I'm in the green room now. One word, one letter answer, K. So I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'm where I'm supposed to be. Five minutes later, I get a text. Do you know where Chris McNeil is? Uh, no, I think he's in the front. He's like, yeah, because security never showed up here at the hotel. <laughs> I was like, I am security. I texted him. I said, I am security. I'm in the green room. Where do you need me to be? No response. And then like 10 minutes later, him and Michael showed up. So apparently I had just been given the wrong information and I was supposed to be at the hotel, but I wasn't at the hotel. I was there. So it just, it, it, that was the start of things. So it just was kind of nutty, but, but then everything went pretty smooth. I mean, everything was smooth for, you know, I met Michael. I ain't gonna lie, man. Did, when you met him, answer me this. Did you just get that feeling about him? Well, you know what? He actually spoke to me first. Okay. He 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 looked at me. I walked up to him, and and he looked me up and down. And he goes, "You're looking really sharp." <laughs> and he grabbed me by the lapel, and he just right. goes, "Looking sharp." Yeah, nice. So I introduced him. Yeah, and he and I introduced myself, and uh, you know, I told him who I was, and I said, yeah. that, "You know, you you were my partner," and. You know, we were uh, told that he was going to be on our show, you know, soon. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, I am. And and then your friend Chris was there. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, we're we're going to schedule something with these guys. And he goes, oh, well, glad to meet you. You know, glad you came out, you know, and he's just very kind guy. Very. Friendly. Yeah. Very he's very, he was very nice. I, I Again, I'm not trying to say anything bad at all. I mean, he was nothing but super nice to to me the whole time. I'm just saying the first, when I, when he first walked in the room and I first met him and shook his hand, I was like, all right, this ain't rock star that I'm meeting. This is a guy that's been involved in some shit. This is underworld guy. Yeah. This is a guy that has probably seen bullets go through people's skulls. Sure. I'm sure. And I was just like, uh, wow. You know, know, it was like, I I, I wasn't scared or anything, but I was intimidated. I will not lie at all about the fact that I was definitely intimidated by him when I met him. Right. But he, I, I, I thought he was, he was really nice and he was, he was certainly nice to me. Um, the whole night, the whole, the whole time. And you know, everybody there was super nice. The the guy, I think his name was Dan, that owns the palace. He was super nice, and all of uh, Michael's people were nice. And you know, the 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 one lady, I can't remember her name. I keep forgetting. I think it's Melissa or something that was that put on the event. She was super nice. Kept trying to get me to eat this fucking strudel and those cookies. She must have asked me twenty. She must have said, "Oh, fat guy, he's got to like cookies." But uh, but she she must have offered me the cookies forty times. Right. You know, to because they had some bakeries that that came in with cookies and strudel and stuff, and but overall, it was it was a great time. The only thing that was that wasn't great about the whole thing, I thought the talk was great. The only thing I thought that wasn't great was the was the meet and greet itself. Yeah, that was a little disorganized. Well, and it was like, dude, it it was so. I had said 
I, I had told Chris McNeil, because I, again, they didn't think there was going to be that many people, mm-hmm. honestly. They thought, because the meet and greet, there was two meet and greets. There were the people that had these these badges. Right. And then there was people that had um, tickets. And the people that had tickets also got a book. They got a book as part of their ticket price. Oh, okay. It was like a VIP package. Yeah. And it was, it was you know, you get to meet Michael, you get to ask him a question, you get to get your book signed. That was the deal. I think they thought there was only going to be like 20 or 30 of those. <laughs> and and then there was the badges. I swear there was probably 150 people that, that got the VIP yeah. easily. I mean, it was a full stage where they had everybody lining up. Yeah, well, the way it worked out, there was like, on this to try and explain this to people that can't really see it like if you're looking at the stage there were steps right to the right of the stage and you'd walk up the little steps and then you would walk onto the stage and michael was positioned right there like right as you walked onto the stage if you pull up my picture you could see where he was standing at his little podium yeah there's this yeah yeah, okay so right right where that right where that uh guy with the white t-shirt is yeah that's where the stairs were yeah that's the stairs well so many people were there that it went all the way down to the other end of the stage wrapped around and then formed two lines the line of people with badges and the line of people with with tickets or yeah with tickets i mean it was how many people would you i mean you were there for most of the time would you say total people between the two lines was 250 oh i don't think it was that many you don't think so i think it was probably somewhere between 150 and 200 people i i I, all i know is it was a lot it was a lot of people i don't think it was 250 but but it it definitely was close to 200 people yeah i know i i had because i had said to chris when i saw after the show when i saw how many people stayed i had said to chris i said why don't you just bring up one set now and leave everybody else in the seats? And he's like, no, 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 there won't be that many people. And I was like, oh, okay. So then he brought them up. And then, I mean, it was just nonstop people coming. And it was like, okay, come on, come on. And then he's, he was getting on me. He's like, dude, you got to get these people in line. I was like, how am I? And I mean, you were, you saw every person that came in. I was like, if you've got a badge, go to the right line. If you've got a, if you've got tickets, go to the left line or whatever it was, you know? And it was like, I couldn't keep them in line. There was too many people coming through. Yeah, they were all mingling, intermingling, mixing up. You yeah, know. cutting the line. They couldn't figure out that, <laughs> well, what if I have this? Does this mean that I have VIP tickets? <laughs> no, this means you have a badge. You know, it was like, oh, people are dumb. <laughs> but but we got them all through. But it took the meet and greet itself i mean the the funny thing is the talk was at like 7 or 7:30 i think he started i truly thought we'd be there till about 9:30 and i left at quarter of 12 <laughs> i ended up leaving at quarter of 12 because and that was that was before michael and his people left i i waited till every last autograph was signed but then i was like i got to get out of here cuz part of it was i didn't eat i was fucking starving well, there, were, there were plates of cookies. What's wrong with you? I don't eat cookies. <laughs> I don't. I'm the one fat guy that doesn't eat sugar product. <laughs> so you know, I I didn't eat the. I didn't want to eat the cookies. And and truthfully, even even when I was riding down there with my mom that day, I mean, the the plan was we're going to do this. And then we're going to go grab a steak somewhere. Right. 
you know, we're going to go grab a, we're going to go to Applebee's, or not Applebee's, but um, Outback, and we were going to grab some food after, after the thing. Nowhere in my head did I think we'd be out till midnight doing this, but we were, but whatever it was i overall you know again i'm doing a little bit of bitching here but <laughs> it, it, it i had a great time i had honestly one of the best times i've had at an event in a long time because it was different it was fun i thought the talk was really interesting and you know the jfk stuff was really interesting yeah, that, that was interesting that uh you know not only you know not only did he I, I can't say he confirmed it, but he he attested to that the, that the mob and the uh, CIA were yeah. in in on the JFK uh, assassination. Mm-hmm. That it was a joint venture between the two. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was a lot of fun. I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it seemed like you had a lot of fun. And- I did. I had a great time. I was glad to be there. Yeah. I I, I want to thank your friend AJ for giving up his badge and. Your friend Seth for bringing the other badge over, so my yeah. sister and Officer Jim could meet him because they had no idea, you know, they had no intention that they were going to get to meet him. And you know, when I told them that you were going to hook him up, they were just like, "Holy shit, this is, this, this yeah." Is and it was kind of funny because I was just standing there with with Officer Jim and my sister, just mm-hmm. kind of standing there in line, and yeah, your friend Chris there, yeah. He just looked over at me and goes, you guys, you with the badges, come over here. <laughs> so I went over there and he looks at me and goes, you look like a radio guy. Nice. <laughs> and I said, I said, I am. I'm from the classic metal show. And he goes, oh, you're Chris's partner. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he was just like, he goes, I thought I, I thought there was something about you. <laughs> he goes, he go, I said, yeah, I came in from Chicago for this. He goes, oh, I've been trying to get into Chicago for the last, you know, few months and stuff. He says, I've been trying to get Onesti Entertainment, which is a local, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sure. motor here. The, in fact, he does the Displains Theater and the Arcata Theater. Sure. And I said, I know Ron, Ron Onesti. And he goes, you do? And I go, yeah. He goes, dude, I've been trying to get, get uh, Michael in over at one of those venues and he won't return my call. So here's my card. If you see him, would you tell him to call me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, All right, I'll do what I can. Yeah, I know. It's, it's very weird how that whole, it really is just kind of a handshake, handshake network going on over there. Yeah. But very cool. Very good time. I was glad, you know, the funny thing was, you know, even if we didn't get the passes, I was, I was determined to get officer Jim to meet Michael Yeah, just because I wanted to put the whole pass to bed. (laughs) He was, he was just thrilled to death. Well, that's good, man. Because I, you know, cause I had actually told you, I think I told you when we were sitting in the seats, I was like, no matter what, I'll just walk him up. Right. You know, I was, even if there were no passes, I was just going to walk him up and put him in a line somewhere and, and deal with it. If, if somebody said something to me, well, he, he was, he was thrilled to death. So uh, that's good. You know, again, they, they had a great time as well. And you know, it all, it was, it was just a good hang for everybody. Yeah, it was, it was definitely fun. And I'm glad, I'm glad we did it. And looks like we're going to get Michael here on this show and um, maybe Chaz Palminteri as well. And Joe Pistone and, you know, you know, I was talking to Chris this week and he's like, yeah, hey, you still up for this and this? I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Very good. 
So yeah. So, so, so after I left you, you were you were in the green room with your mom and and yeah. Seth and all that. So so what did you what did you do after I left? I mean, were you just sitting there? Or I, I sat there for a bit, but I just kept checking the stage to make sure everything was cool. And you know, at, at, after a certain point, I didn't have anything to do anymore. You know, the 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 most I had to do really was when everybody was coming up to the stage. I had to get people kind of tr- at least tell people to get in line. And then the other thing, the only thing that I had to do actual security ish was I had to tell a couple guys to leave Michael's wife alone. Okay. That, that was the, cause she was sitting, like, if you're looking at this seat here, you see this guy in the white, white shirt here. And then right here, right over to the left. I don't know if you can see my mouse or yeah, not. I, I see. I see. That's Michael's wife. I see. And so when people were coming through this door, cause he introduced her on stage. Yeah, I remember he brought that dark haired gal out. Yeah. There. Well. Because they had seen her on stage, there was like 50 horny guys that were trying to shake her hand and whatnot. So at some point, these guys just kept hounding her. So I just went over to her and I was like, do you want me to, do you want me to shoo these people away? And she did this, you know, like not saying yes, but saying yes, head nod thing. So then I had to kind of just stand there for a little bit and just tell people, Hey, move it, get in line, you know? And that was about the extent of my, my real security. So yeah, most of the time I was just hanging out in the back after one, once, once we got everybody up to about the cookie line, I didn't have to be, I didn't have to be on stage anymore. So, so, so did, did, uh, after everybody was through and, uh, you know, through the line and out the door, did, uh, did you get to talk to Michael at all? Or did he bamoose or what? Um, I left before they did. I, oh. I did talk to him for a couple of minutes. Like when, when my mom got her stuff signed, I talked to him for a few minutes and I had talked to him for a few minutes beforehand as well. I mean, I didn't talk to him for a long time, but hell, I talked to him for a fucking hour on the Seth show. So I already <laughs> asked all my questions, Right. you know, I really didn't have more to ask him. So, you know, and just, he was nice. I mean, he was nice to me and you know, he seemed appreciative that we came out. His people were very appreciative that we came out and boy, they couldn't have done us more solid. Could they? I mean, they gave us bunches of passes, you know, yeah. they gave, gave me passes for you, AJ, um, Seth. Seth, Seth's wife, my mom, um, this guy, Tony, his wife, I mean, gave me a, bu- I mean, and, and those tickets weren't cheap. I mean, not that they had to pay for him or anything, but still, he gave me like five or six hundred dollars worth of passes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was nice. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, yeah, I'm glad I made the trip over and got to attend and meet Michael and see you again and yeah, you know, hang out with everybody. So it was a good good trip. Yeah, it was very fun. So if uh, you know Michael does a speaking engagement somewhere near you and you have an interest in that type of thing, I, I would recommend to go. Absolutely. I definitely think you should go. It's, it was a fun time. And, and you know, we didn't even talk about the speech itself, and I don't want to get too much into it, because if you want to see it, go see it. Right. But um, I do want to say, and I can't thank him enough for this, that could not have been more cool than when they shouted me out <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, look at me. I am a fucking star in this motherfucker. <laughs> Cause they actually shouted me at, what did he say? He said, uh, our new special friend. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, that means either I'm a good friend or I'm a fucking tard. 
he's a friend of ours. Yeah, I'm, I I literally felt like that too when he said that. <laughs> I really felt like that. Like I was getting the the mob nod when over the speakers they were announcing all the people that had helped out, and then they just listed them. But he gave me the the you know he's a friend of a friend, a new friend or whatever he said, Chris Aiken. I was like, oh, that's fucking very cool. Yeah. And it made me cool with my mom, so that's yeah, cool, that, too. Yeah, that, <laughs> there was quite a few people who uh, were, you know, helping with that, you know. Oh, yeah. With that production, I guess, all the mm -hmm. restaurants and, you know, all the people who were accommodating and, you know, yeah. who, who helped out with the whole thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. I'm, I was thrilled. I was thrilled. It was, it was definitely a great time. So good stuff. Yeah, very good. All right. Well, I, I say we uh, take our first break unless you had something else to add. No, we can um, take a break and then we'll we'll go from good news to shitty news. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about YouTube. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I don't think that's that actually that much of shitty news. It, but. It, well, it, it was. Let's just say it's it was just expected. It was expect me and you look. All right, we'll get into it later. I don't want to even start right now, but yeah, I agree. All right, well, uh, go go grab a drink and uh, all that good stuff, and I'll let you pick a tune. What should we play? Um, bu -bu 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 -bum. let's go with um, I don't know. Let's go with um, on the hunt from uh, Corrosion of Conformity. Okay, it's a new song. Okay. Um, well, if you want to get a request in, you can send your request via the email. Mm -hmm. uh, request at theclassicmetalshow.com. Request at theclassicmetalshow.com. Yeah. And I'll be glad to throw something on there for you. And you could be a part of the show. And I'll sure. might, I might, I might even give you a shout right. out. I just want to make one quick announcement before we go to break. Yes. In between these segments, and we, I did it at the beginning, and I'm going to do it all night tonight just as, a, as an experiment. Um, I'm going to be playing these little bits of music with spots in it and whatever. It's, it's a sample thing that I'm trying to make the Rumble and Odyssey experience better, specifically Rumble, because I was told that people that watch on Rumble, every time, they, every time it stops then it starts them over. If, if we're not actually talking and they click in to see if we're talking yet, it starts them at the beginning and it's a big clusterfuck. So that's why I'm running these things in between. It's not because I'm trying to advertise this or that or whatever. Keep the stream running. It's to keep the stream running so that, so that people that are watching, whenever they tune in, it'll be live. So it won't affect you people that are still on Yucktube. But um, for any, anybody else that watches on one of the good platforms, um, you'll just see this thing that's blipping back and forth about, um, you know, that we'll be back in a few. And we will. Okay. All right. Well, here, uh, I guess Corrosion of Conformity has a new release out. And uh, who's, who's, in, it, who's in the current lineup? I think it's the same lineup that they've been having with um, Peppers still in it again. Okay. Or Peppers back in it or whatever we're calling it. But he's he's in for the moment, so. Okay, perfect. All right, the new song is called On the Hunt. So here it is. It's uh, COC with On the Hunt exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Hey, this is Carl Gell, and you're listening to the... 